Hello there, it's your GM Alex. It's been a while since I recorded an intro for you guys, but ooh, considering what we went through last week, I feel like I need to check in, just make sure everybody's okay. Oh, we're gonna miss our shovel-wielding paladin, Thalias, but time goes on. Maybe this week we'll meet Joe's new character. Time will tell how the PCs will get back on their feet from here because, wow, they really got smacked down. Stay tuned to find out. But in the meantime, I wanted to remind you all that we have several nominations for this year's Audioverse Awards. I know Matt came and told you all about it last week, and he said that it was super easy and quick process to vote for us. But if you guys are anything like me, then once you get there, it might seem a little more confusing at first. So let me just break it down for you real quick. We are in several different categories, but not all the categories. But you need to vote in every category or else it won't let you move on. I think the categories come at you in a random order. So sometimes we might be on the first list. Sometimes we might not be. I'm not sure. And I also know that the all the nominees are also listed in a random order for each nomination. So we might be towards the top. We might be towards the bottom. Control F is your friend here. Basically, go through each category. If you see us and you think that we deserve that top spot, go ahead and put us there. Or put us wherever you think that we deserve. But make sure you vote for all podcasts that you listen to in each category. You can order them however you want. If you don't know any podcasts in a given category, just take a wild guess. Maybe you'll make somebody's day. But you can't move on unless you vote for somebody in every single category. So that was a little confusing for me going into it. But now you're armed with knowledge and you can confidently go in and vote for your favorite podcast, Inspired Incompetence, for the Audioverse Awards. Link is in our website. Go check it out and make our day. But that's enough from me. Please enjoy episode 39 Two restings and a funeral. The Inspired Incompetence Podcast. The garbage can behind the food court at the marketplace of ideas. How's everybody doing? Good. Well. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well. Uh, well. Not so great coming off of last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fine. That was rough. It's fine. It's, it's not. Totally, totally fine. So, we left off last week... We lost a party member, Thalias, and uh, in the wake of that, as the group was trying to recoup, uh, some more skeletons and zombies poured out of the uh, uh, out of Roslar's tomb. And while you were fighting them, you guys noticed another another scrying sensor. Uhtred led the uh, the tactical retreat away from the scrying sensor under cover of invisibility. With the instructions of let's meet up at the jewelers. And when we last left off, that's where everybody was heading. And anybody paying attention would notice that uh, Elksy is not following you guys. One, because Elksy can't see you. Nobody gave Elksy a potion of invisibility. And uh, two, uh, Elksy seems pretty content to just kind of remain vigilant at uh, Thalias's grave. And your invisibility would have worn out before you got there. 
Yeah. Uh, Rogiar probably could have made it there in time. But yeah, everybody else hoofing it. I would have kept the bird's eye view, you know, keep a lookout for everyone while while they're running. Yeah. But yeah, so everybody uh everybody would eventually arrive at Wadham's Jewelers. What do you guys do? I mean the original plan was to I was gonna get another whatever that healing's called. Focused or whatever. Whatever Yando was doing to me. Provide long term care. Yeah. We're supposed to do another day of that. Um, if we need to scout out items or something like that, like food, we can do that. I mean, if we're going to, if this is going to be the result every time that we go in there and we keep on coming out broken and bruised, we may need to look for supplies anyway to gear up. So we may need to look building to building here. Well, it. It couldn't hurt, Piper. Worst case, we don't find anything useful and we're in the same spot as when we started. Yeah, and, well, I, I guess we're probably less likely to run into more patrols here. If they if they saw us in the cemetery, that's probably where they'll be headed. I would be part of the uh, finding um, supplies. All right, well, uh... I guess I should go with Vipira then to, to find some supplies. Uh, Yando, any suggestions on where we should look? Oh, really? Is there anywhere you haven't really looked? I hadn't really gotten to the point of looting the town for anything before you all showed up. I was still pretty, uh, pretty self-sufficient in my blind up there, just kind of getting by in nature. So... Yeah, I, I I really haven't uh, gone through the town with any thoroughness, so I guess just start looking. You guys would probably know this place a bit better than than me. Something that crosses my mind is uh, looks at Rogiar. Rogiar, do you happen to know if you had any supplies in this area? I mean, I didn't really peddle in the type of supplies that we're looking for, but. Uh, they should be over by the uh, the guard station if there if there's anything left. Why don't we take a look over there first? Yeah, it's a, I guess it's as good an idea as any as right now. Rogar, can you do me a favor and just take a look through my old home? I don't think Vala would be there, but I'd be remiss if I didn't check. Oh, uh, sure, I can I can take a look. Much thanks. Yeah, so I guess we have our. Our mission for now, we'll we'll start by heading over to the uh, the guard station to see if there's any supplies left there, and then we'll head to Uhtred's place and look around. Okay, so I need stealth checks and perception checks from Rogiar and Vipira. So for Rogiar, that is a 16 stealth and an 18 perception. Okay. For Vipira, a 24 perception and a 16 stealth. Okay, so you two are able to uh, be pretty pretty quiet as you travel around town. Rogi, are you staying up high or are you staying down low? I'm definitely flying, but I'll stay below like rooftop level. Okay. You guys get over to the guard station and uh, lo and behold, there's uh, Rogiar's cart. And it's like it. It just looks rotted and decayed. It, it's like caved in, in the middle, and it's like sagging in on itself. And uh, 
you remove the tarp and you behold the stone buckle arms that Rogiar delivered to Roslar's coffer. They're in pretty bad shape. Uh, they look like they've sustained a lot of rust. Some are like just like very brittle and chipped. Uh, and these are, I imagine, like weapons and armor. There are uh, there are two pieces. There are two arms that uh, appear usable. You find a chain shirt in pretty good condition. It's not masterwork, but certainly usable. And you find a single short sword. Okay. Uh, well, Rogiar will immediately put on that chain shirt because that's better than what he's got. And I assume you guys are then just going to kind of start rummaging through like houses and stuff. Yeah. Or are you going right back to the jewelers after the car? Well, we'll head to Uhtred's house to look around, but then... Oh, right. Yeah, we'll we'll hit, go to Uhtred's place and like a few houses around there just to see what they have and, and try to get back before it gets dark. Vipira will recommend going to uh, the old gang's headquarters if we don't find anything over at Uhtred's. Okay. You go to Uhtred's house. So uh, just give me some perception checks, please. Uh, 14 for Rogiar. Oh, a 29 for Vipira with that green natural 20. Nice. Uh, so, uh, Nick, does Uhtred have any, uh, I don't know, like porno mags that he kept under his mattress or something that <laughs> Vipira might have found? Vipira will find it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I, I imagine Uhtred's uh, house is pretty pretty quaint, but you're, you're looking around and... The only thing that really jumps out at you is you find a single empty sword sheath. I'll pick that up. If it, like, if nothing else, at the very least, I can kind of just show that we were here. Okay. And then you guys head to uh, the coffer crew's hangout. Did Uhtred have any food? We raid his fridge and uh, all his cupboards. I don't know. He might have had some dry tack or something. We'll uh, do a D4 minus one. That's how many days of uh, days worth of food you find there. Zero. <laughs> no. Perfect. So you, you find what looks like it might have started out as hardtack, but it just got it got destroyed with the rest of the town. All right. Vipira offers up the coffer crews hangout. Okay. All right. Let's go check it out. It was nothing lavish in its prime, but it looks so much worse now. Just how I remember it. Well, you were the only one left, weren't you? Yes. All right, so you're going around the hideout. You do find two days worth of like trail rations. And Vipira, you find uh, under a loose stone that you kind of like, forgot it was there, but when you're when you're searching around the place, you're like, oh yeah, we have this loose stone here. And you turn it to the side, and you you find a ring underneath it. Vipira picks it up carefully. Does it look familiar at all? No, you don't really recognize it. You know that occasionally that um they would like do some pickpocketing, and occasionally someone would actually score a magic item out of it. Ooh. But uh, like you you didn't have like a you didn't have like an official like leisure or anything that you'd be like, ah, yes, this is the ring of such and such that Tronis got. Vipir brings it up to 
uh, Rogar. Oh, it looks like I, I've stumbled upon this ring. I don't know exactly what it's for. Oh, well, we'll have to have the keeper take a look at it when we get back. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not quite my uh, area of expertise. Vipera goes to uh, goes to leave, but tells Rogar, "Do you mind if you wait outside for a minute?" Oh, uh, of, of course, girl. Whatever you need. Refuse. <laughs> uh, I appreciate. I appreciate it. Vipera sits on some old crates that she knew Trondus like to hang out on. Maybe like there's a ball that you know somebody else liked to play with. Uh, she would definitely just sit there and remember for a minute or two, and just kind of pay respects. Okay. And then she'll leave. All right. Um, do you guys keep searching the town, or do you go back? It's probably been probably two to three hours at this point since you guys left. We should probably go back and uh, meet up with the others. We, we have enough for at least a few days. I agree, and I don't like the idea of... Uh of them being exposed for too long. You never know what's going to wander through the town and find them, you know? I agree. All right, and I'm just going to uh, do a heal check for Yando real quick uh, as he goes to provide long-term care on Uhtred again. He rolled just enough to get it. So after eight hours, Uhtred will will heal uh, again and uh, 24 hours if he stays still that long it'll go off again yeah so uh after about three maybe stretching to four hours uh pass vipira and rogiar return would uchard have been talking to yando about anything while they were out or would he just be resting probably just resting okay he's still got a lot of damage yes yes he does (laughs) all right well uh vipira and rogiar have returned how did it go any luck well, I don't know what this belongs to, but uh, and presents the sheath uh, to you, Uhtred. You would recognize instantly uh, the sheath for your scimitar. And it was empty. Yeah, weird. Oh, I don't like that one bit. Did you happen to notice if there were any footprints before you two went in? Uh, Why was it there? It looked like everything just was broken down by the time that we got there. Even Rogiar's cart wasn't in great condition. Yeah, all those finely made stone buckle arms that I brought, the only thing left that was worth a damn was a short sword, and he kind of like does the like pull up the the front of his shirt thing. Like, and this, this chain shirt was in good condition, so I, uh, <laughs> I helped myself to that. No, I mean, it. I understand things aren't in great condition, but why is the sheath not worth wherever my body was? I mean, you, Rogar, in all the years have you known me, have you ever seen me without Vala on my hip? Not to my recollection. And the last thing I remember, we were in the bar. I most certainly would have been wearing Vala. I, I, but that's all I can remember. Does that mean I made it back to my house that night? It... It very well might, 
there's there's a lot we don't know. Because I, I could understand why somebody would remove my scimitar from its sheath and not care to bring the sheath with it, but I if I I would have had to make it back to the house. I mean, otherwise that sheath would be around my body and I don't think anyone would take the scimitar and then bring the sheath back to my home. I don't know. Well, when we find whoever does have your sword, we we should ask them. Because I don't think we're getting an answer before that. We we combed that place pretty good, Gutrid. Uh, even we tried to raid your cabinets. Some dry tack, but it yeah, seemed to go bad. you didn't find bad. anything tasty in there. No. But I did... We did stop at the old uh, stomping grounds of uh, the coffer crew, and uh, I found this ring. Do you know anything on it? Presents the ring. Well, I've never seen it before. Give me a spellcraft well, check. Well, it's definitely magical. I'm going to give you two spellcrafts. Not because the first one sucks so bad. <laughs> so the first one was a 14. But then the second spellcraft was for that pearl we found inside the tomb, but I couldn't identify. Because oh. I always forget about this shit, and it'll be like a month and a half later. Uh, neither spellcraft check is high enough to identify. What? No, dude, Holy come on. Shit. Then we wow. can't identify. I got to roll a natural 20 is what you're saying? Yeah, roll a fucking 16 on the second one. I mean, there's still there. there are four numbers higher. Than a 16. I didn't say it had to be a natural 20, but maybe. Who knows? Well, it's it's magical, but I cannot decipher the, the type of magic or what it's, that magic might do. Okay. So you guys uh, you just kind of hold up for the rest of the day again? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we doing watches? Uh, sure, yeah. Like, same as last night. Do, uh... Yando and then Vipira and then myself. Sure. Uh, so before we actually get to watches in front of the group. So something that crosses my mind is upon Thelias's death, I know where you all stand with not allowing dead things to crawl around the town. But... I believe that the situation has become bleak enough that we may need to look at not fighting every single thing that comes out of that tomb. Otherwise, we may end up like this every day. Well, I mean, so far, the only things that have come out of the tomb are pretty basic, like, undead. There's zombies and skeletons. It's everything that seems stronger seems content to be in that tomb for whatever reason well you know what i'm referring to rogar i am simply saying if we come across other beings that we can diplomatize with in there are we going to just keep on fighting through and hope for the best and hope for our survival or are we willing to allow things just to move past us as far as i'm concerned anything that is undead is an abomination that needs to be put down i agree with you rogyar trust me i 
I've tangled with a few undead in my day, but I don't know. My peer is not wrong either. I mean, yeah, we should be taking out every single undead that we see, but and he kind of like looks back at Uhtred and he just kind of like gestures at, at the group and, and kind of like emphasizes like an empty space in the like the group that like maybe a a fifth person should be occupying look at us we can we can barely help ourselves yeah we we sh- we should be killing every undead in this fucking town but we got to get out of here too at, at what point are we just setting ourselves up to join their ranks i don't think we should be killing ourselves to to snuff out every single undead who even knows how many there are don't get me wrong as long as we're as as long as we're in good condition as long as we're up for it yeah we should take out as many undead as we can but i don't know we're gonna we're gonna kill ourselves if we try to keep this up i i know you're no fan of of undead i've seen the way you react to them and your skill in fighting them i just when i see an undead abomination I I don't know. I can I guess I can try, but my first instinct, my first thought whenever I see one is that it needs to be that it is an abomination. It's an affront against nature and it needs to be put down. Yeah. Uh, me too. You're not wrong, but you can't we- win every battle of a war, Rogar. It's just not possible. I just don't know if if we're equipped to take on a task like this. Like, look, like right now, we know that the bulk of the undead are supposed to be in that tomb. We're halfway across town right now. Are, and he points to Uhtred again. Are we going to pick up and move back to the graveyard to stand watch over the, over the tomb again? Are you going to do it by yourself? Because... More and more seem to be leaking out over time. Like, that, that, that's what I'm getting at. Like, how far can we really extend ourselves at this point? Well, I do agree that we probably can't watch over the tomb tonight. We're too far away, and yeah, it's, I think it's just not feasible tonight. But I just, I'm sorry, I just cannot get on board with letting one of those abominations out into the world if I can help it. I don't care if we can avoid a fight. We were given these powers. We were given a second chance. And if we don't use them to do good in the world, to balance things towards the positive, then I don't know what we're doing here. Rogyar, no one is suggesting that we leave this town chock full of undead beings. All of us want this place cleared. The problem comes, we also need to get out alive as well. We can't be just rushing through this. Very apparently, what happened two days ago, I can never witness again. And we're about to walk into the same place with the same smears on the wall and the same dead bug on the floor if we can walk away from just one of those situations just one 
it may help us survive. And how many more people would that creature kill if we hadn't put it down? Right now? How many people are in this town, Rogyar? Look around. The only thing that that thing was going to bother at that point was going to be the cultists. Well, the only thing it was going to bother was us. There's, There was no way we were going to get we just walked past it. There was no diplomatizing with that thing. There was no talking to it. Yeah, there was no getting past that thing without a fight. I, I'll give you that, Rogya. And right. Vipira, I think this fog is keeping us in, but I don't know if the undead would be as bothered by it as us. So we do have to assume that any undead that we don't destroy while we're in here will eventually just be wandering the countryside. So, I get where you're coming from, Rogya, but I, I think you made a very important distinction. You said every single undead that we find, we should take out if we can help it. And I think it's important that we we find that line before it's too late. At what point can't we help it? I think right now we're in a situation where, unless it's some of those pushover skeletons and zombies coming out of the tomb unless it's something like that i don't know if we can help it if it's a serious threat we may just have to try to avoid it for now and hope we can find it later well i guess not that we've not that our luck has been anything special so far but we can we can hope we're lucky enough that nothing comes out of that tomb tonight but I guess we'll know if we go back in the morning and hear the alarm going off, right? <laughs> There's no best case scenario anymore, as far as I'm concerned. Whatever we decide, we have to remember that. There's always going to be part of the scenario that's not good. But I think, bottom line, what we need to try to make sure we do at all costs is get out of here. Because whatever happened here could happen somewhere else, too. Agreed. That is the most important thing. We need to make sure that whatever happened to this town never happens anywhere else. Good, I like this. We're coming up with, uh, we're, we're agreeing on things. We're, we're finding the, the silver lining in our situation. We've got a, a very clear bottom tier goal that I think we can all uh, work towards. And uh, let's just try to, uh, let's try to focus on that for the time being. Niendo seems like he's just kind of maybe on the verge of losing it right now, and he's just kind of trying to latch on to uh, to any sort of anything to keep his sanity afloat. Yeah, just just anything that's like just not utterly bleak right now is just he's like yes, yes, this this is this is good. I I think we've all been through that at like separate varying points. Yep. All right. So, uh, unless anybody had anything else they wanted to bring up, we'll uh, move on to watches. Yeah, I'm good for watches. All right. Yando is up first. And who's uh, second? Uh, Vipera. Okay. Vipera, you're woken up by Yando. He says, uh, all quiet, nothing to report. Oh, good. Good night. Night, Yando. Okay, Vipera, give me a perception check. 27 perception check. At one point in the night... You hear a, a very distant, but otherwise relatively loud, for how distant it sounds, and kind of familiar roar. 
<laughs> coming from the north. No. You are reminded of that uh, horrible, hulking, amalgamation creature that you fought when you first got back to Rosar's coffer. The thing that almost killed Yando when we first met. The thing that almost killed Yando and almost killed, I think, Rogyar. Yeah, it, it dropped Rogyar before you guys made a retreat. Yep. Like, it sounds like it's, like, just in the trees, like, far beyond, like, any concern that you need have right. about it. But you do remember, you ne- you guys never actually killed it. it. Right. Just kind of eventually went, ah, oh, fuck this. And ran uh, off. Yeah. Vipera makes a note of it and is probably listening very sharply to, like, any, like, footsteps or anything like that trudging towards us. But uh, if everything else seems clear, then... It does. All right. Vipira goes to wake up Rogyar. Not much to report, but you remember that beast that we dealt with at the very... uh, Actually, right when we met Yando. Rogyar kind of like rubs at his shoulder like he's massaging an old wound. Like, yeah, (laughs) I, I remember that thing. I'm not 100% certain, but off in the distance, I heard a a very uh, loud roar. It sounded vaguely familiar. I don't think it was something that I needed to wake up everybody for, but something for you to be aware of. All right. I appreciate that. I definitely don't want to tangle with that beastie again. All right. Give me a perception check. 17. Rogia, your watch goes by with uh, no surprises. Just like I like it. You do, th- at one point, think you hear something moving around outside. Something very low to the ground, but it could have just as easily been like the wind rustling like a bush or something. And if you go to investigate it, you don't find anything. Okay. And I would definitely go to investigate if I hear something. Especially since I can kind of just float over there. But yeah, your, your watch ends. Okay. And yeah, I let everyone kind of get up on their own time and do what we have to do for the morning. Because I know Uhtred's still pretty much going to be on bed rest for the next day. Mm-hmm. Are you guys going to go scouting again? Or uh, are you just kind of staying close together today? Also, it's a new day, so you guys can try to identify those magic items again. All right, so let's do the ring first. All right, 15. Not high enough. And a 22. Not high enough. Okay, so are you guys doing another scouting, or are you staying together? Um, We probably should scout out for supplies again. Yeah. Uh, Vipira would be down. Maybe go scavenge, like, some taverns and, and inns and... Maybe, like, just whatever shops are around, see what what might be around somewhere still. Sure. Okay. Uh, Give me some more more stealth checks and perception checks. That is a 6 stealth and a 23 perception. Okay. Rogar's flying around like a deflating balloon today. (laughs) Wow. Um, 7 stealth with that natural 1 and then 18 perception. Wow. Yeah, wow. You guys, uh, I don't know. Maybe you guys, like, are just kind of, like, start, like, you're just, like, talking a lot or something. Yeah. Okay. So I'll roll, uh, I'll do a d6 minus one, and we'll see if you guys find any more 
uh, trail rations since you're looking in uh, like taverns and places that might just have better stocks. Find four days worth of trail rations. And when I say four days worth of trail rations, that's like for one person. Yeah, so it's one day's worth for us. <laughs> yes. That's a group. Yeah, but besides uh, besides the food, you guys don't really find much. Maybe we should uh, potentially go foraging for berries if there's any around. We still have that wand of good berry. I don't know how many berry patches are going to be around. And I'm not too keen on heading back into that forest right now after you heard that thing last night. That's fair. We got enough rations for now. Let's, uh, I say we call that a win and prepare ourselves for tomorrow. Do we want to keep on going or do we want to meet back up with the group? Oh, uh, while we are out and about, like scavenging around town, Rogar would want to at least take a flyby over the, the graveyard to, to see if, you know, if the tomb was still closed, if that, the, the stone of alarm was still there and everything. Maybe check out Elksy. Okay. Uh, so are you just kind of doing a solo flyby or is like Vipira trailing? I mean, Vipira is welcome to come. Rogar was really just kind of go like up and over just to. I feel like just that as a be- quick scouting. Vipira might like hang out uh, like in the street nearby where she where she can see him, but but is not going to like run into the graveyard. Okay. Rogar. You see a man standing outside of the tomb, and you see this man is, like, standing next to Elksy. Elksy's just kind of hanging out. The man is, like, just kind of looking at the tomb, not really moving. Does he look undead? No. Uh, then Rogier will fly down to get a closer look. Maybe not go and land, but at least get a closer look at the guy and see what he's doing. Joe, would you like to describe the man that Rogyar flies down to get a closer look at? Uh, yeah. So this man looks like uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future. And he's an old guy with gray hair, relatively slender, average height. And uh, he's got a scythe for a weapon. And that's pretty much it. He's got like robes on. Uh, so yeah, And he's just kind of like, Standing there, like just staring at the tomb. He might be doing a bit of mumbling. He's a he's a big mumbler. So Joe, you can make a perception check hmm. to spot this flying dwarf. Don't do it. Erica, when you say he's like standing next to Elksy, like is he like almost like standing watch over Thalias's grave, or is he like he's very clearly like standing like like looking straight at the tomb? like a stone's throw from it that happens to kind of be like next to that tree that you buried Thalias under. And I could even like imagine Elksy standing next to this man and the man, maybe he's like got a hand on Elksy's neck, just kind of like absentmindedly like petting Elksy or something. Well, I mean, seeing Elksy be friendly with the guy would immediately be a sign like a good sign to Rogiar. I will say, like, if Vipira notices that, like, uh, Rogiar is heading downwards, um, that's going to send her a little bit in a panic and kind of, like, charge it, like, into the cemetery. Okay. 
Uh, Joe, how's that perception check? That's a 12. Okay. Probably still in your own head a little bit. You don't notice the dwarf descending upon you or the, uh, or the rogue who is, uh, heedlessly at, at the top of her lungs charging, charging <laughs> you down right now. Rogiar, I think, uh, I think you're holding all the cards right now. Yeah, so Rogiar will kind of fly down and kind of hover over the, uh, the top of the tomb and just kind of like, looks at the guy, looks at this, this, I guess, confused looking guy staring at the tomb and he's going to call down like, uh, are you new in town? Oh, there is life here. Yes. It's not just the elk. Yes, yes, uh, I'm Randolph, I'm new. Hello. Looking for someone, some people. You, who are you? Well, as far as I'm aware, I'm one of the only people that are alive in this town. Where did you come from? Alive, alive, yes, alive. Alive people is what I'm looking for. You are the one I seek. Are there others where I came from? I came from a horrible place. A place of death and spirits and and Barzak. Barzak got me here. Yes, I know. You were brought along the dead roads? The dead roads, yes. Very dead. Nothing there. But now here. Here in Roslar's coffer. Yes. Roslar's coffer. Roslar's tomb. Rucker kind of looks beneath him like, yeah, that this this is the tomb. This is the tomb. This is where I would find the living. You are the living. Well, for the moment. And there's more of you. Is there not? There is, I know. Fully winded, uh, Vipira stumbles upon the scene. Uh, who who are you? Back! Back! They've got us surrounded! One, two, three, four. They're closing in. Hearing three and four, Rogier looks around. Wait a minute, there's more? (laughs) Put your weapons down! I don't know Uh, you! No, we, we don't. Uh, we don't have we any weapons. Sure. The claws. I see the claws. Oh, uh, I can't. Claws. I can't place those, those are the claws. Down. Those are the claws. The claws is the good. Okay, wait. Stay. Don't come any closer. I'm gonna slowly back up so that you're both sort of in my field of view. You know, getting it so that you're not attacking me from either side. <laughs> do you? Do you know us? I know of you living in Roslar's coffer. At the tomb. At the tomb. I would meet you at the tomb. You. And you. And how many? One, two. Where are the others? Define others. Hmm. Yes. Well, I know there's more. I don't care who, but just you're a team. Team? Together. All together. One and two, but more team. Why are you standing at this tomb? I am looking for an adventuring party at this tomb. You are living at this tomb, and so are you. How do you and know there that, are more? How do you know that you're supposed to meet up with an adventure party? Barzak sent me here, and I have I have a vision from beyond. A vision of the living at Roslar's tomb. You were both in my vision. I know that. Call vision. We, we, if you'll have me, will be adventurers together and leave this place to a new life. 
I look at Rogar like I, I'm I'm getting this sense that there's a familiarity here. And the fact that he's standing next to Elksy. Elksy, yes! The bravest one. <laughs> <laughs> Barzak got me to here. You and I will get each other the rest of the way. So it has been foretold. It doesn't matter by who. Um, what? Do you mind? Like, what? How did you get, like... Introductions! Introductions. Yes, yes, of course. If we're adventuring parties together... Introduction. Randolph. I am Randolph Ellington. Randolph B. Ellington. I come from, well, not from here. A faraway land. Not that far. But I was on a mission, and then I died. And then now I'm here. Randolph B. Ellington. We are so pleased to... I'm so pleased to meet you and you, but mostly you, Elksy. Well, I am, uh, I'm Rogyar Stonebuckle of the High Helm Stonebuckles. Rogyar. Magnificent. And you fly. Indeed. What a specimen. Yes, specimen. I'm Vipira. Vipira uh, of Claws, yes. Vipira Draco. Never heard of you. But good to meet you, good to meet you, yes. Yes, Vipira. Vipira Draco. With the claws. Oh, you look injured. I could heal you if you uh, would just put down the claws. We are not injured at all. <laughs> not injured or injured. Either way, I have healing powers. Here, let me show you. Uh, ho- ho- hold up, friend. I I don't know where to go, Rogar. Uh, you wanna? Do we take the? Do we take him back to everybody else? You don't have a choice. Take me back to everyone else. <laughs> we're a team now. Can't you understand? We're the living. They're the dead. Here we are. We're a team. I've found you. I've finally found you. You helped him. Sure. I, I mean, he does kind of have a point. Yeah, he is alive. That's, you know, he's the only other thing besides Yendo that we found here that's both alive and not immediately trying to kill us. Do you know why you're back here did barzak say anything on the magic in your hearts friendship yes i know of the magic in my heart well i don't know this he might just be insane enough to fit into our group <laughs> um <laughs> that's that's a good point i've been called many things but insane was never one of them what? well maybe just not to your face you do no yes Yes, yes, yes. We are a team now. Do you have an invisible friend with you? Invisible? Hell no. No, no, no. I, I guess if we start walking back, I, I'm i kind of lost on, you know, asking any other questions, really. Yeah, I mean, at <laughs> the very least, it's, you know, four on one if he does have bad motives, but he seems like he's here to help, I guess? Here to help, here to survive. Yes. Was dead, now alive. Well, still dead, but alive. Yes. Well, we may as well, I guess, take him back to the others and <laughs> we can get their opinion. Yes, the others. Yes, yes. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Or in there. Tomb? Roslar's tomb. Monsters. Yes, that that is, that is the plan, but we are uh, still recuperating from our last attempt. Recuperating. In there. Yes, yes, yes. Healing up, getting strong, big energy. 
Okay, so you guys uh, return to Wadham's Jewelers. Randolph, do you mind if you uh, hang out here for a second? I I just need to prepare everybody else. Prepare? Yes, yes. No, we'll wait here. You go in. I start walking in. Uh, I go in. I assume Rogar also comes in. Um, Well, not a very fruitful search in the ways of food, but uh, we did happen upon somebody else, and... uh, Somebody else? Yeah. It's way better than any food. I should prepare you. He's not crazy. What do you mean? uh, Where is he, Viper? Where where is she? While this is happening, uh, I'm going up to the side of the building and putting my hands, like, trying to look in, and I'm mumbling to myself. You can potentially see me just (laughs) mumbling to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Viper notices and kind of just like, well, this, you may need to just look over at the window. You would probably see like, <laughs> just, just like the very top of his head, just like poking out from underneath a window. Well, what do you do? What are you waiting for? Tell him to come in. Okay, just, uh, just go get little... him, Viper. We're, we haven't seen another living person since we met Yondo. Yeah. All right. And uh, I call back out, Randolph. If you wish to join us in here, yes. Yes, yeah. we're coming, yes. Right this way, come on. Uh, everybody, this is uh, Randolph. Back! Back up! <laughs> I can't see all of you. Where? Hey, show me your hands! Uchid raises his hand from the bed. Oh. Oh. Yando waves. He scared me. Okay. Hello, yes. Randolph B. Ellington, happy to meet you. Randolph? You're living, this is great. We're all here together. You crazy or something? Crazy. No, no, no. You know, there's a lot of that going around. No, no, not, not us. Not me. Not not me either. But you are living, Mr. Ellington. Oh, oh, I'm alive. I feel so alive. It's good to be back in the land of the living. I was dead on the dead roads. On the dead roads. I was dead for a long time. Yes, yes. But I'm here now, living again. Barzak. Uh, Barzak and Roslar's tomb. And you all adventurers. This is fate. This is where I am meant to be. Uh, the Dead Roads, I'm familiar. I've taken a trip myself along them. Yes, yes. Are you from Rosslow's Coffer before you died? I, no. Well, I think what he, yes, no. I was in Roslar's Coffer, and I died. And when you got to the end of the Dead Roads, how did you, how were you able to end up in Rosslow's Coffer? Hmm... It's more complicated than that. No, it w- Barzak did it, but then... Mm, Barzak, as I thought. You said... No. I think there was... Mm, keys. No. Teleportation magic. No. Planar travel. Planar travel. It makes sense that Barzak would want us to succeed. Succeed, yes. Success in a sea of despair. That was the guiding light. It was a light. Green light? Well, Randolph, as far as I'm concerned, if you need anything from us, just ask. Yes, I need your help. With what? Surviving, yes. <laughs> I'm here to help you help me help you survive and get out of here. That's right. Well, that's definitely agreement I can get behind. Yes, yes. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to 
lay back down for a minute while Yondo gives me some help. He is the injured one. I can see it clearly. You need healing. I have healing. Teamwork together. Well, can you cure any ability damage? Oh, the ability damage. I have this crazy bad arthritis for my age. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Stand aside. Stand aside. Oh, not too far. Back together. Okay. <laughs> Didn't move at all, by the way. <laughs> Laying in the bed. Uh, so I, I come over to you and I carefully, like you're a hot stove, put my hands on you, but then I'll take them away and then eventually leave them on you. And I'm going to cast a spell. Oh, oh, careful. I know. I know what I'm doing. I've done this before. And then nothing happens. I don't have a spell for this. I throw my hands up and say, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Now I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration. And I got a one on the 1d4 Lesser Restoration. So congratulations on that. You can write that down. I did. Basically, actually, that one was still enough that I don't need long-term care. We can just rest and I'll get the two back, which is I have two damage left. Well... You'll get the two from long-term care. You normally only heal one. So, okay. yeah. So, Yando can uh, just do one more long-term care and get you... Make it so when you wake up in the morning, you'll you'll be fully healed. Okay. Yep. Yeah, perfect. Let's do that. All right. And he made his roll, so... Well, Mr. Ellington, uh, I appreciate your heal. Yes, yes. Uhtred's starting to notice that, like... He's very blatantly talking as if there's somebody else with him. But mm-hmm. since he's not acknowledging it, I think Uchi's just also not going to acknowledge that. Okay. Well, Mr. Ellington, would you like to, I don't know, how to sit down and eat? In the morning, oh. we plan on going after a bunch of undead in Rustler's tomb. Ah, yes, the tomb. Barzak said I would meet adventurers in the tomb. Oh, wait, near the tomb? Near the tomb. They would be the key to our success. Together, we fight. Undead in the tomb. Yes. Wonderful. Are we safe here? Is this safe? No. Not even in the slightest. Doesn't feel safe. Doesn't look safe. It's because it's not. Yes, of course it's not safe. What was I thinking? But hopefully this will be the last night we spend here and I should be back to full strength in the morning. Full strength, yes. We must be at full strength. All of us. All right, well, uh, I guess with that we can do watches. Are you guys going to give him a watch to himself? No, no. God, no. <laughs> no. As a matter of fact, uh, Randolph, would you like to take first watch with me? First watch with you? Yes. Oh, yes. Together, you and I taking a watch, protecting our friends, all of our friends. Nothing would happen. Nothing can happen. All right. Uh, what are the watches tonight? Uh, Rogar, I guess, still take second watch, and Yendo can do third. All right. Actually, uh, Yendo and Uhtred, I guess, could do third watch, because by that point, Uhtred will be healed. Well, then, yeah, Uhtred would, would do third watch. Okay. Uh, make perception checks. 20. 10. Okay. Your watch goes by quietly. I would like to have like a little bit of a sidebar with Mr. Ellington. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's probably smart. So, Randolph. Yes. You 
were oddly sent at the right time. Not the- sent. Rescued. Of course, rescued. Not sent. Never sent. Right. Rescued at the right time in the right ro- location. We lost... The tomb. Yes. We lost a a good friend to yes. that tomb. I've lost many friends to the tomb. You have. You- yes. Countless friends. Not to Roslar's tomb, but tombs in general. Are you some sort of explorer of tombs? Yes, artifacts and and all kinds of magicals. I did before. Obviously not the dead ones. Shamefully, I would have to say that you are being put on the spot in that we really could use somebody like you right now. And I, you, and Yendo, and Rogyar, and the other one, Uhtred. Uhtred? We need each other, just as I needed Barzak. And, yes, Barzak. And the tomb, and teamwork, and you. And you. I truly hope you don't plan anything. Planning, no. Anything negative to this group. If I, I would never. You're my key out, can't you see? She can't see. Of course she can't see. In the tomb, no one get darkness. You are my light, and I am your guide. You must understand my position in this. You just popped out of nowhere next to a Not tomb. out of nowhere, no. The roads, we yes. have traveled them both. You and I, we have both traveled the same path. But not Split together. at an intersection. Not together, but together now with more, with them, and with him. Barzak, he and we have traveled together, apart, but together now. I wish you no harm in this journey. I need you, and you need me. Alright, I'm cool with you. Yes, yes. Cool. Cool with you, and him, and us. We are all cool. It feels good to be alive, Vipira. Very good to be alive. We have never felt more alive, you and I, and them. And us, alive at last, who, again. Who is, who are you talking to? You have these sidebar conversations. Sidebars. No sidebars. Never sidebars, no. Complete control, never sidebars. So, yeah, uh, did you guys have more for your, uh, for your watch? No, th- like, <laughs> I don't think I could, like... I have no control over that situation whatsoever, and I'm not getting the exact information that I'm looking for. So, yep. As a, He's as friendly. a part of my watch, uh, I'm gonna sort of. You're gonna see me sort of walking around, you know, uh, the town. I mean, not like sort of, sort of like not in the middle of the road, all you know, strutting around, but sort of sneaking around the town, mumbling to myself. That's like, my. How how far out are <laughs> yeah, you going? Like, like around not even the block. Like oh okay. See uh, okay. see the road in front of us. Right. I'm just okay. Just trying to get familiar with these surround. I mean, we walked here and that's been fine, but I'm expecting something to maybe jump out at. Like I don't know what being on watch really means yet. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, that's fine. You said around town. I was like, yeah. Like, no, no, no. Where are you going? <laughs> no, no, no. Not far, but to the point where Vipira, you know, we yeah. have this conversation and then. In my mind, I'm thinking we got to be vigilant here. And Vipira has been on plenty of these. Wa- She's been here before. I'm like, dude, 
I don't I, know what's going to happen. But, so I'm imagining like Viper's like, I just need you to know <laughs> that if you try any and and like Randolph's like, yes, yes, okay, and he's like ducking, like like peeking underneath a bush <laughs> and like <Yeah>. just <laughs> quiet, like, <laughs> just att- attention, like fully split between. Talking to Vipera, talking to this other person, and also like just making sure that that hermit crab under that rock doesn't try any shit. That's exactly what it's like. You've nailed it. All right. Uh, so yeah, eventually your watches end, and what did Yando get stuck with Middle Watch by himself? No, Rogier's got Middle Watch. Oh, okay. So uh, Rogier, why don't you go ahead and give me a perception check? That's better. That's a twenty-five. Okay. Are you doing anything else during your watch? No, maybe just a quick, like, you know, flyover patrol around the block, but nothing, nothing special. Okay. Your watch also ends without any issues. All right. Then Yando and maybe Uhtred if he feels up to it. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't, if it's not stopped, if I've already healed it, then yeah, I'm up to it. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you'd wake up, uh, feeling. Pretty awesome. Oh, that feels so much better. All right, let's do uh, perception checks. Yando, I, I appreciate all the extra care you gave me those last few days. Uh, don't don't mention it, Uhtred. Yeah, I helped you out, but helping you out helps me out. So. No, I I understand it, but regardless, thank you. And Uhtred got a seven on his perception. Pretty early into your watch. Yano goes, psst, Uhtred. What? What is it? Take a look. He's kind of like gesturing outside. I, I go to look. Okay. Uh, so like down the street a little bit, uh, you see uh, see a figure standing in the middle of the street. It's, uh, and it's still dark. You can just kind of like make out its silhouette. Can we make out if it looks like it's facing us? Is it looking away from us? Mm, give me another perception check. Ah, so much worse. <laughs> natural one for a three. All right. Yeah, well, you have no idea. Well, um, my reaction would be, uh, what the fuck is that? I I can't tell you, Undo. Does it look like it's looking at us? I think it might be. And then you hear a voice call out. Uchir, the voice sounds kind of familiar, but you can't quite place it. I've been looking for you. After you very kindly banished the spirit. And why would you be looking for us? (laughs) I've been looking for you. For me. Just me. I remember you. I'm sorry, I don't remember who you are. Maybe you should take your cloak down and show your face. If you wish to see my face, you must come find me. I cast dancing lights and send it at him. Interesting. So you start casting a spell and uh, your dancing lights appears. And as the lights are like shooting over to this figure, he starts sinking into the ground. And before he just like fully vanishes as if like just be like plunging into the water, the dancing lights reach him. And you get a look at his face. And so the dancing lights go over. You get you get a glimpse of his face. And it's just kind of like silent for a few seconds. Should I 
know what that face like should i remember that face i mean that's a face of a skull so i don't think so the and and so a few seconds pass and it's complete silence and then this creature like reappears half as far away as it was before and like just kind of comes up from the ground again and he says i'll be waiting in the tomb for you if you think you might actually be brave enough to fight me this time or maybe you'll get all your friends killed again and then he sinks back down again like and then like an arrow is like embedded into the ground right where his skull disappeared and yando just like fired at him damn it who was that he seemed to know who you were you know vipers coffer crew now she kept going on about how they died as heroes yeah well they did they died protecting the townspeople and between you and me protecting me from this red tanner group that didn't look like him but it sure sounded like him like their leader Yannick he, he killed a lot of people did not go down easy <sighs> oh well that that sounds awful and now he's undead. Yeah, Viper is not going to be happy. And I'll probably have to get an earful from her about what happened the first time. Uh, in my experience, the more personality an undead has, the more dangerous it is. And he seemed like a pretty colorful, colorful character. It's true. It is kind of interesting, though, that he seemed so concerned about me. Usually, wouldn't you want to go get your freedom? Do whatever the fuck you want? No, you're just choosing to go back into the tomb. Nothing makes sense anymore. Like I said, the more personality an undead has, the more dangerous it is. If this guy's not concerned about his own freedom, that is concerning. Because it means that, I don't know, maybe he just... This is just a game to him, and he fancies himself able to come and go as he pleases at this point. I mean, he sure looked like it. I've never seen anyone just melt into the ground like that. Uh, make a knowledge religion check. With a natural 20 for a 29. Oh, Ooh, man. Okay. You recognize that creature as a Gwekubu. When Often when a particularly evil criminal is executed, their remains can, uh, can be reassembled from uh, earth, stone, roots, and plants drawn from the region. And so it is largely a skeletal creature, but it's got, like, nature incorporated into it. You can ask me three questions about a Gwikubu. Does it have any DR? It has DR5 that is overcome by bludgeoning weapons. Let's do... I want to know the specifics of his go into the ground, come out of the ground. You know that it has the Earth Glide ability, which uh, enables it to burrow through the Earth as easily as a fish swims through water, and it has a burrow speed of 15 feet. Well, that's going to be a huge fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it will be. Give me one other cool thing it does. You know about the Guaykubu's Misfortune Curse. Uh... A creature struck by a by a Guaykubu's natural attacks needs to make a will save or become permanently cursed with misfortune. The victim of this curse takes a minus four penalty on all attack rolls, saving throws, and skill checks, and any critical threat against the victim automatically confirms. 
And that's goddamn permanent? Yes. And that's just from its natural attack, so, like, every attack you're making this will save? Yes. What the fuck was Paizo on when they wrote this thing? <laughs> you, oh, no. You're laughing we, we like... We awakened his bloodlust. Yeah, like, you're laughing <laughs> like maybe you added this guy in. <laughs> yes, I've secretly been working with Paizo. But, yeah, no, you you recognize this thing as a Guaykubo, and you know that they've, they are nasty. Oh, one last thing about the Misfortune Curse. Uh, if it hits you, if it hits a creature already suffering from the curse, uh, the victim needs to make a, another will save or be staggered for one round. Oh, of course, because it wasn't bad enough. Right, like it really needed that extra round. Yeah. So there you go. I would probably relay this information to Yendo. You know, Yendo. Now that I think about it a little bit more, I wonder if it was a Kukubu. Gesundheit. Uh, I'm not saying its name again. Uh, let me tell you, those things are quite nasty. And I would relay all the information you just gave us. Uh, Yando, and I'm sure uh, Uhtred probably uh, pay extra close attention during the rest of their watch. But regardless, the rest of your watches do indeed go by with uh, with no issues. But Yando is certainly very on edge. Hopefully this... Uh, this Randolph character is uh, better put together than he than he looks. Well, what's your stance on living people with lots of personality? That is not as uh, accurate a bar to measure by. It only works for undead. Well, he's not trying to hurt us right now. And he's living, so... Well, I'm not saying I don't trust him. I'm just saying I hope he's... Uh, I hope he's prepared. Well, if he's not, we're going to find out real fast. I'd prefer to find out before we go in there, but I don't know if that's an option. Well, you didn't meet Barzak, and I do not think he would send somebody to aid us who would just not be up for the challenge in his eyes. I hope you're right. I feel fairly confident about it. Actually, at that note, I'd like to retrieve my hero card. Is there any kind of return response? So you uh, you take your hero card out, <clears throat> and Yano's kind of looking over your shoulder because he's seen this hap- uh, seen you messing with this thing a couple times, and it says, "Consulting my library, we'll look further if needed regarding Roslar." That's all it says, but it looks like uh, Keisha Keisha's gonna wiki leaks roslar for you okay i'm gonna take out my pen and i'm gonna write back and it's all, all i'm gonna write back is Thalias is dead dead all in capital letters okay keisha keish deserves to know that the has passed and then once i write the return message i'll uh i'll put my card away i don't particularly like try and hide any of that from yando either okay yeah he was watching with that, we will get to the end of your watch, and it is a new day. Guess we'll start waking them up. Rogar. Rogar, it's time to get up. Alright. Oh, today is the day, isn't it? Uh, yeah. We gotta talk about something before we head to the tomb. And I, like, head off uh. and I start shaking Vipira. Vipira, wake up, wake up. Oh. Uh. 
Oh, man. I was having a really nice dream. Really nice night. Huh, well, good for you. Uh, don't go too far. We gotta talk in a minute. And I'll go over and... I go to, like, reach to, like, shake and wake Randall up, but kind of halfway, I think better of it, and pull my hand back, and I'll kind of nudge his foot with mine and say, Mr. Ellington, Mr. Ellington, it's time to get up. Right! Back! Back up! (laughs) Luckily, Uchard was Sight, swing, swing. (laughs) (laughs) Uchard, thank God. Oh... Okay. Yep. We're up. We're up. We're up. Okay. And you yeah, you look to be up. Um, we got to have a little group meeting first group thing. Meetings. So get all the way up and then I guess meet us in the. Oh, okay. I'll kind of let everybody, uh, you know, like actually rise, get up. And then when they are, um, listen, last night when we were on watch, we got a visit from a Gwekubu, which is not fun. And I tell them all the things that it can do to us it seemed to know who I was and at this point I'm going to look at Viper and say I think it might have been Yannick Yannick? yes Wait, y- Yannick? wait how is he back? the coffer crew chased him out well I imagine he's come back under the similar Viet in a similar manner as the coffer crew did. And and you didn't I, wake I, us up? Vipira, I also can't be sure. It did not look like Yannick by any means. But the way in which it talked to me, and it just felt like him. But you didn't wake us up? Well, unfortunately, he has this ability where he can glide through the earth as if he's swimming through water as a fish. And... He told us that he'll be waiting for me in the tomb. Shouldn't that be more concerning? Is what if he took? What if he came in and just could he not just come through our floor? He could, but why make yourself known beforehand? Why not just do that from the start? No, he wants why us. Make, he wants me to come to him. Why make himself known? at all if he could just snook around because and just if it is Yannick he knows he can beat me or at least he still believes that I really want to see the end of that tomb I want to kill him and end him well good thing for you that's what we're going to do today oh it's been a long time coming and I can finally finally put the coffer crew's name to rest I kind of like look back to everyone else so yeah that's pretty much what I wanted to share with everyone doesn't change anything but that's waiting for us well you just see like Vipira like hardcore just pumping herself up for this battle she's got eyes set on this death like she's already there Yando's off to the side, like, restringing his bow. He says, just make sure he doesn't touch you. That shit'll stay with you forever? I believe it is permanent. Fuck me. There are magics out there. Not all that common, but certainly obtainable, that will remove a curse, so... 
But I'll tell you what, if we're stuck in here, we're not going to be able to remove that. Oh, great. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, well, on that note, though, before we head back into that tomb, I think we should, uh, we should have a proper service for Thalias. We buried him, and we have the tombstone for him, but with everything that's been happening and the recovery and everything, we haven't, we haven't said our proper goodbyes to him. And I think we owe that to him. I agree. Fallen team member. Yes. Before we get to that, do you guys want to do another round of spellcraft checks? <laughs> uh, 22 for the ring, and then for the pearl, another 28. Okay, you identify the ring as a ring of invisibility. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So do we want to all just roll off right now? <laughs> By activating this simple silver ring, the wearer can benefit from invisibility. There is no daily limit. Uh, it's set as caster level third. So each time you activate it, it's good for three minutes of invisibility. But you can otherwise just keep that shit going as long as you spend a standard action once every three minutes to keep activating it. I'm fine with Vipera keeping it, honestly. I kind of... And <laughs> this would like really up my um like actually getting in those uh those hits that I need the sneak attack hits anybody else oh, I'm going to roll on it all right 19 mine was a 12 but Pira wins an argument I mean just just the fact that where she found that too that just that that feels like that belongs with her yeah all right so yeah with that you guys uh you head back to the cemetery and uh, Elksy is still standing watch. He kind of pads the ground nervously as you guys approach. You see a couple... Uh, I don't know if you guys have been disposing of the uh, zombies and skeletons. Yeah, we'd at least be like shoving them into a pile somewhere, not just leaving them where they fell. You see a couple new like piles of bones and uh, a couple slain zombies. Elksy doing our job for us. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So, yeah, uh, take it away, whoever wants to do the eulogy. I guess Rogiar will start if no one else wants to. All right. So, yeah, uh, Rogiar goes and he'll kind of, like, stand... <laughs> he'll stand behind the the headstone and kind of, like, rest his hands on it, almost like it's, like a, like, a podium, and he's addressing a crowd. He just looks out over at all of you and... And at the the stranger that just joined us, that almost feels out of place in this kind of intimate gathering. But obviously, he's not going to tell him to leave or anything. He looks out of place too. If if you're wondering <laughs> what he looks like, especially with his scythe, I mean, goddamn. <laughs> now, in a graveyard, that kind of looks at the right place. <laughs> so yeah, Rogar is kind of like standing back there, like it's a podium. There's there's an old saying back in the Five Kings Mountain. No one can give what they do not possess. I never really understood what that meant till now. I used to think it was something we'd say to call someone a fool for borrowing more money than they could pay back, or perhaps the desperate pleading of someone begging for their life to be spared. I've even used it when discussing business matters with my family. It's always just seemed so pervasive to dwarven life that I never really gave it any thought. Now, 
standing here, I know that I was wrong. There is one thing that is more valuable than all else. Something that can only be given once. Your life. And it's hard to believe sometimes that we woke up in that accursed tomb barely two weeks ago. It feels like we've been together, clawing our way out of the boneyard and battling our way through this town for ages. Every step of the way, though, Thalias was there, putting himself in harm's way to protect all of us. He didn't complain when all he had to fight with was a shovel. He didn't complain when his soul nearly got ripped from his body. Not once did he complain, right up until the moment that thing ripped him away from us. We all gave our lives once to whatever happened here. And we were fortunate enough to have those lives returned to us. It, it seems like we won't be fortunate enough to have it happen a second time. I don't understand anything about what's happening here. What's happening to us. I never wanted this. I never wanted any of this. I know none of you did either. I already lost one son to whatever this is. And now I've lost another. I'll be damned to the abyss before I lose any more. I know you've all lost friends and family to this senseless devastation as well, but we've also found a family. I don't know what else we can call ourselves after everything we've gone through these past weeks. We are a family, and we just lost one of our own. Thalias was the best of us, the purest. He was our shield, and the light of Shaylin that kept the darkness around us at bay. Uhtred, my boy, you're going to have to live up to your title now. You keep that light shining bright, for all our sakes, for his sake. And Rogar just kind of bows his head and, and like steps off to the side. Yano puts a hand on your shoulder, as you do. Vipera moves up to the grave, not exactly addressing the crowd, just looks at the grave. Thalias, you didn't know this. I used to come here, not often, but I'd see you every now and again, and I'd watched you bury Mr. Jones the way you took care of him. No, everyone. When no one else showed up, I always thought I'd die alone, but I realized Mr. Jones wasn't alone. It was almost like you had every person standing behind you that you buried standing next to you, waiting. You were the reason we made it this far. It's impossible to describe how much we needed you, and it doesn't make it any better. I didn't realize how much I needed you until now. How much I need all of you. I'm not, I'm not used to this. I never wanted to feel this way ever again. Shaylin, please watch over Thalias, and I want him to know he's not alone. Vipira moves back. Alright, Richard will move up, and he's gonna reach in and kinda take out the holy symbol that Thalias used to wear. You know, it's very rare to see the true character of a person these days. While I only knew you for a short time, Thalias, I saw every bit of your character, and you truly were probably the best of us. You were our light, as Rogyar said. I swear to you that I will do everything I can 
to fill your role as best I can. And Uchid's gonna run his hand like across the edge of uh, Delias's shovel and just like uh, like cut into his palm a little bit so it bleeds. And he's gonna grab his holy the holy symbol that Delias had. And I swear it in blood, Delias, everything I can. And then he'll put the holy symbol back like under his shirt and step back. Yando steps up and he seems very uncomfortable. He kind of looks around at everybody. Well, I never really done anything like this. Been on my own most of my life. And uh, the only times someone close to me has passed away, you know, it you do what you have to in the in the wilderness. We usually didn't put this much fanfare into someone's death, but I can see why. This is uh, appropriate. This wasn't just a, a random bear that snuck up on us in the middle of the night. This wasn't an, an unlucky fall. It was murder. Oh, Gothelias, I, I didn't know you that well either, but you did a good job. You kept us all going. And damn it, as soon as you were gone, like right there and then, we haven't done much the last three days. It's all because you're gone. But now we're back to full strength, and we have to move on. We're going to do it for you. And he steps back. Yeah, and, uh, Randolph would actually like to uh, go up to the tomb and say some words. It feels kind of out of place, everyone's saying stuff. He's been strangely quiet, too. He just sort of, like, normally he's kind of mumbling and talking to himself. Mm-hmm. But he's been sitting there with his eyes closed and, like, really taking all this in. So uh, Randolph will go up to the tomb and say, I, I never knew this, Elias. But I can feel his presence here, in the air, in each of your hearts, and in my mind's eye, I I feel like I am a part of this team with Elias. Yes, yes. Barzak guided me here, not to replace Elias, but to help him guide me, and, and I hold my hand up, and I'm sort of stumbling over my words now, to help us and... To vanquish the tomb and and then I'm gonna summon my ectoplasmic uh, phantom. Oh, so I I think like while Randolph is speaking, you guys would see like this weird, like slimy green membrane sort of start to seep out of Randolph's uh, body, and uh, it just like just kind of oozes out of him and it like just starts like collecting on the ground next to him. It just keeps collecting like more and more of it keeps coming out. And after about a minute, uh, it has like formed the shape of this like armored knight standing tall next to him. He is here with us now. Thalias. Thalias is with us. And, uh, is that the you see this knight in front of you, and he's going to just plainly say, I love each and every one of you. We're going to get through this. I'm always with you, just like I said I would be. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> oh, no. See ya. Oh, my see God. Ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.